Hello loves, welcome to Woman Codes, where we speak all things sacred sexuality, our spiritual existence. I share my personal life experience and my perspective on what it means to be a woman in today's society. I'm your host, Erin Ryan. I'm an intuitive energy healer and a training female sexuality specialist. If you'd like to connect with me online, you can follow me on Instagram at erinj.ryan. I am so grateful to be in this space with you. I hope that you receive all of the downloads and the codes that this podcast has in store for you. Enjoy, babes. Hello. Welcome back to another episode of Woman Codes. Yes, this episode today is all about body love, body image, all the stuff about the body. (laughs) Um, This episode is very close to my heart because this is something that feels very personal for me. And I'll be sharing my own story when it comes to body love and body image. And yeah, I hope you enjoy. (laughs) So, God, it feels like my relationship with body love and my body image goes back to when I was a child, when I was really, really young. So my mom died when I was seven. And when she passed away, I gained a lot of weight actually and I was pretty overweight as a kid in my adolescence until about when I hit puberty at age 13. So, and even when I hit puberty at 13, I was not, um, I was still not considered thin. (laughs) So yeah, throughout my childhood, I have really struggled with loving my body. I remember feeling very detached from my body since I was eight years old even. And I remember a specific moment when I was eight, I was at my nanny's house and she had a scale in her bathroom. And I remember standing on the scale and being eight years old. And I remember looking down at the number and even not, I don't even remember what the number was, but I remember in that moment I felt, I looked down at the scale and I said, that's big. That's too big that's not acceptable. Like in my mind, I remember thinking like, that's not okay. That shouldn't be the number that's on the scale. And that that was at eight years old. I remember that. So the body image, body dysmorphia has gone really deep into me my entire life. I also had a terrible accident when I was three years old. I won't get too into it, but Basically, it left me with third degree burns and scars on my bum, my thighs, and my back. And so I had third degree burns when I, since I was three. So they left pretty massive scars on my body. So that played a part in seeing my body as something different and seeing that my body didn't look like everyone else's. So that played into me being a bit more self-conscious about my skin and my body. And it really took a toll on me because me feeling overweight and me feeling like 
my burns were so visible or that people would judge me or people were questioning me or, or seeing it and I would see people look at them. I would create these stories around them judging me or me not being desirable, me not being equal to my friends because of my scars and that my body was different. And that's sort of also the age that I remember comparison came in a lot. I was comparing myself to my friends. I was comparing myself to other girls my age around that time. And I also didn't really have like a mother figure to look up to or to talk about this. I had an older sister and also I compared myself to my older sister a lot. And I remember feeling like the young little sister who's just like chubby and it really weighed on me my entire life and really shaped my relationship to my body and to eating and it was really hard for a lot of my younger years because I felt this this deep sadness inside of me around my body and feeling really detached from my body yet I didn't know how to change it. I didn't know how to love myself. I didn't know how to love my body and respect my body in a way that was healthy. I reflected on this and I I remember as a kid, the examples that I have of beauty were from movies or from TV and none of the women looked like me. (laughs) I didn't see anyone that looked like me. So therefore I thought something was wrong with me. I thought that, oh my gosh, why do I look like this? And none of my friends look like this. Why? I remember being so insecure in a bathing suit and moving into middle school. I remember I wouldn't even go to the beach with friends in the summer because I didn't want to be in a bathing suit and I wouldn't go to the pool. It was really rare that I would go. I would only go if it was with like one other friend of mine because I was so insecure and I was so self-conscious of my body and You know, the programming that we receive from TV and movies on beauty, specifically for women, is so subtle that we don't even realize that it's programming us to feel that we are inadequate or we are not lovable or we are not desirable if we do not fit into that look that that woman has that that is represented, right? So throughout my childhood, that became a really big battle battle between myself and my eating habits and once I moved into high school I remember always feeling self-conscious in the jeans I was wearing in the shirts I was wearing and at this point I had grown so accustomed to judging myself and to always wanting to lose weight and always wanting to work out or always wanting to eat a certain way. And I remember in high school, it became really obsessive almost. I would eat a little bit of breakfast before I left for school. And then I remember my dad would cut me up pears and he would always be like, is that all you're going to eat for lunch? And I'm like, oh, I'm just going to buy lunch. And I would eat the pears for lunch and that's all I would eat. And I remember after that, I would be starving. I remember in like fifth and sixth period class, which here in the States, that's like later in the day when you're getting close to going home, 
my stomach would be growling in class and I was so hungry, but I was like, no, I can't eat that much. I'm not going to eat that much. But then I would get home and I would be so hungry that then I would binge eat. I would eat so much when I would get home because I would be so hungry. And then I would get really, really full and I was like, oh my gosh, why am I doing this? And it became like that, not every day, but it was, it was significant enough for me to realize something was kind of off, but I didn't address it. It wasn't something that I felt was an issue. And so these belief systems followed me throughout college and still follow me. Like I still have a lot of these thoughts come up or these old patterns come up and, but I have a different lens around it these days. (laughs) So yeah, it was really detrimental growing up and having this relationship with food because I really loved food, but then I also was like, no, food is bad because food is making me gain weight or making me look a certain way. When that really just wasn't the case. Since high school even, I became kind of obsessed with working out really hard all the time. And it would come in phases. So some phases I'd be really into it and then I'd drop off and so on. And even up until this day, like I love working out and I I love working out hard. But I feel like in my past it had become a bit toxic. I was I would be really obsessed with it. And then I remember in college I became obsessed with working out six days a week, really hard, eating super clean, and I lost a ton of weight. And I remember after that, I came off of that, and then I gained a bunch of weight back, and it was just like my weight was fluctuating, but it was because I had this relationship with working out and food that was not sustainable. I was really into just going really crazy for a bit and then falling off of it, right? So it just wasn't sustainable. I reflect now and think, Why do we feel that our body is unacceptable if it does not look a certain way? Or why do we feel that our face is not acceptable if it does not look a certain way? Why why is it so hard for us to accept ourselves just fully as we are? When we're constantly comparing ourselves to unrealistic beauty standards, of course we're not going to be easily able to love our bodies and our face and our skin texture and our hair, everything, easily because we're constantly being bombarded with different advertisements and different photos of women on Instagram that are seen as desirable. So we think, oh, they're happy, that's desirable, so I need to look like that or I need to dress like that. I have to act like that. And we completely reshape ourselves to mold into what we think desirable is. And I want to give full transparency. I am not against plastic surgery, self-care, working out. I love working out and challenging myself and getting toned. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm not judging that at all. I'm a huge advocate for women to have free choice in doing whatever they desire to their bodies. However, I just question whether or not these decisions that we're making to alter our body are coming from an empowered or disempowered place, right? I think our intention is everything. And so it just makes me question what is our motive for doing these things. And for me personally, that's with going to the gym, working out, eating a certain way, Throughout my life, I've had to question, I mean, even in the past couple of years, I've questioned why am I doing what I'm doing? 
You know, why am I going to the gym all the time? Is it really because I'm feeling really good in doing it? Because it is. But then I know there's some days I'm probably going just because, oh, I need to get toned. I need to work out because I don't want to gain weight. So those stories still come up for me. And I think it's super natural for them to come up. But I'm slowly allowing to reflect and see myself in a different light and be like, you know, it's okay if you miss the gym. It's okay to not go to the gym every day. It's okay to eat a cookie. It's okay to eat cake. It's okay to eat sweets, french fries, all the things. It's okay to have that in moderation, obviously. But I think a lot of my life, in my internal dialogue, I had a lot of, I'll be happy when I fit into a size two. I'll be happy when I am that number on the scale. I'll be happy when fill in the blank, right? I think we all have different degrees of this. And I think when we have our happiness depend on external circumstances or external validation, it is not true happiness. It is not true confidence. It is not true, deep, empowered, loving compassion for oneself, right? When we are seeking outside of ourselves and when we put our happiness onto something outside of what's deeply within, I believe it is not true happiness because I think true happiness, true self-love, true body love comes from deep within. It comes from knowing that you are valued, you are worthy, and you are lovable regardless of what your outside vessel looks like. And again, there's nothing wrong with desiring to wear makeup or go to the gym, do these things. I I really, I'm such an advocate for those things. I love wearing makeup. I love going to the gym, but I just, I I encourage us to question what is our motive behind it? What is our motive for putting makeup on? What is our motive for going to the gym? What is our motive for eating that specific diet, right? Because Anything can come from an empowered place or a disempowered place, but it's just distinguishing which one it is and getting super clear with yourself and brutally honest with yourself of where it's coming from. And I think when we tap into our soul and tap into who we, who we are without this bodysuit, there's so much beauty and magic in that. There's beauty in you just being you and there's beauty in all shapes, sizes, colors. Because we are all so unique and individual. And how amazing and gorgeous is that? That we are not exact replicas of each other. We have our own unique story. We have our own unique gifts. We have our own unique bodies and presence and laughs and personality. And in my journey... I have found so much love for the body that I have, for the legs that allow me to walk and run, for the arms and hands that allow me to write, draw, do the body work that I do, to do the energy work that I do. This body allows me to dance, move, make love, express this gorgeous, gorgeous, vessel that I've been gifted with in this lifetime 
I have become so grateful for the human vessel body that I'm in because it allows me to live this human experience. And our bodies are our sacred temples. We get to live in our bodies and we get to speak to our bodies. We get to experience and co-create with our bodies. And when we love our bodies and spend time with our bodies, hold our bodies, caress our bodies, and care about our bodies, we have a different relationship to our human experience. We are connected on a deeper level when we are connected to our body. When our soul, mind, body, and spirit are all connected, there's something so magical that happens when we are in sync with our humanness, in sync with all parts of ourselves. So I encourage you to love on your body. And I understand some days are harder than others. I have days I look in the mirror and I'm like, shit. (laughs) You know, and it's almost like that's fucking life as well. It's duality. We have days that are shit and we have days that are beautiful. So it's almost like how can we embrace both sides of it? How can we embrace when we feel low self-esteem or we're not feeling that hot in our bodies? How can we nurture ourselves in that space? And then when we do see ourselves and we're feeling like, oh my gosh, I look like a goddess. I'm looking beautiful today. Embracing that as well. And knowing that in either feeling that you're in, who you truly are deep down without your body is your true soul essence. That's who you actually are. So I encourage you, love on your body. Take a bath. Rub massage oil all over your body. Massage your legs, your arms, your yoni, your chest. Spend time with your body. Spend time with yourself. Get intimate with yourself. Because there's nothing more powerful than the act of loving on yourself. And I'll leave you with that, my loves. Thanks so much for tuning in and I hope this inspires you and I know this is landing for so much of you, so many of you. I'm sending you guys all so much love. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you're here for the revolution, please subscribe, download, rate, or leave a review. My deepest gratitude to you. Much love, sister, and looking forward to seeing you in the next.